Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. 23rd, 2023. Place your bets. Place your bets. That's the number. Anyway, here are some of today's trends in the news. And remember, the trend is your friend. That's where we are. We give you trends information that no one else gives you anywhere, anyplace in the world. In-depth socioeconomic and geopolitical trend forecasting and trends analysis you won't find anywhere else. So on the market front, well, the markets are up today in, in America. They were down, they were up, they were down, they closed up a bit. And, and the Fed, the minutes came out yesterday and they're going to still raise rates. They're looking probably by the time it's all over, about 5.4%. So what does that mean? It means the economy is going to go down. This week's Trends Journal is over 180 pages. Again, you read what you want, but there's everything there that you need to read. And that's the cover, of course. Yeah, No foreign entanglements. And what does our president, the traitor, do to George Washington, who won that? Goes over to Ukraine and gives him another $500 million of our money. Uh, people living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, that's the new America. A-M-E-R-I-K-A. Going back to the markets. Hey, gold is down again because the dollar's getting stronger because they're going to keep raising rates. And we're going to go into that more and more. But again, the magazine's filled with this information that you need to prepare, prevail, and prosper. And he's very, very dangerous times ahead. And oil, you know, it's still in the $82 range. It's down, it's up. But uh, we forecast it's going to keep rising. And so too is inflation in a number of areas. Yes, yeah, some places it's going to go down, but a lot of places it's going to go up. And uh, Bitcoin's still hanging around where it is. And as we're saying in the magazine, in the Trends Journal, uh, the... Um, when it breaks over 25,000 solidly, we're forecasting it's going to keep going up. So that's where we're at with the, uh, with the markets in that sense. But then you look at the big overview. Poor nation's debt soars. This is from the Financial Times. The global banking industry, the global banking industry, a bunch of fucking banksters that steal our fucking money. They put it in their bank and they give us nothing back for it. Yeah, them has warned that developing country debt piles have hit a fresh high, adding new fears of a wave of defaults this year. No shit. We've only been warning about this, what now? Uh, two years. Again, the dollar gets stronger. They got all this debt. It's dollar-based. Their currencies are going down. Of course, the more dough to pay for their debt. Oh, and as the economy's going down, to make a bad situation worse. And again, what we do in the Trends Journal, they don't do anywhere else, we, we show the socioeconomic and geopolitical implications. You think the refugee problems are bad now? You ain't seen anything yet. More and more people are going to be taking to the streets in protest of lack of basic living standards, government corruption in a country near you, crime, violence, Goes on. But that's what we're giving you. We're giving you more than anybody else. 85% of workers want remote work in tug of war with employee, employers. It's a study 
This is from Canada. 85% of respondents said they're interested in hybrid or fully remote positions, the survey found. Again, go back to the Trends Journal. Here we are in February of 2023. Go back to March or April of 2020, just about three years ago, we warned of an office building bust. And now it's finally coming out there. They're only three years too late, but these are economic experts. So you swallow the shit that they shove down your throat when they're ready to shove it down your throat. This is old news for Trends Journal subscribers. You ready? U.S. office vacancies rise. No shit, never would have known this. Oh, one of our top trends this year, office building bust. We mentioned that we're mentioning it this year as the top trend, and there it is, office building bust. We come out with this in December, by the way. And we said we've been talking about this now for going on to almost three years, and they're going to finally recognize it this year, and they'll be talking about it. And here we are. A study that attempts to quantify damage to the property sector from hybrid working has forecast that vacancies will hit record 1.1 billion square feet. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just only a couple of years away. Yeah. A report by commercial real estate advisor Cushman and Wakefield found 330 million square feet of office space, roughly equivalent to all the office inventory in Washington metropolitan area. And I was just in the Washington metropolitan area. We're going to talk about that again. And one of the things I saw on the roundabouts, people in homeless tents and for lease, for rent, for rent, for lease, for lease, for lease, for rent. Yep. The worst is yet to come. There is going to be a commercial office bust, the likes of which we've never seen. Oh, I just mentioned about the, uh, the Fed rate going up to about 5.4%. Oh, they have a lot of variable rate mortgages on these things. Yeah. So the interest rates go up higher. And these big office building owners, they got to pay more interest as they have less tenants. It's going to be wonderful. Don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. Yep. Don't forget to vote. <laughs> Retirees lost 23% of their 401k savings in 2022, Fidelity found. Across all ages and income levels, at least one third of all adults said they are likely to have less savings now compared to a year ago. And guess what? It's going to get worse. But the good news is that nearly half of retired Americans believe they'll outlive their savings. A separate report from Clever Real Estate found, quote, everyone is feeling pressure financially, said Fidelity's vice chairman. <coughs> bah, 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 bah. But don't worry about it. I am the federal government. I'm a scumbag mayor in a city near you. I'm a politician. I'm a congressman. I'm a senator. I want your money. I could give a fuck if you go poor. We call it taxes. And get half of your dough around there to the federal government so they could steal your money and wage war and kill people all over the world. So what the hell are these retirees complaining about? They're in America, the land of the thieves. You should see the little shithead 
that we got for a mayor in Kingston. An arrogant little boy of nothing. One little jerk off over there near a city near you. Everybody's going fucking broke. They're stealing all our money. A bullshit school system that teaches you to really be a fucktard. But you'll get a job driving an Amazon truck. Uh, maybe I think I'll drive a, uh, uh, what else? We don't get a UPS. Maybe I'll get a job at Walmart. I think I'll go to Target. Why, I like Home Depot. Look what they've done to us. Don't get excited. Don't get excited. Bend over and take it up the ass. Be a good American. Be a coward. Like the masses. And I'm not talking to the people tuning in here. Hundreds of energy department officer, officials hold stocks related to agencies' work despite warning. The energy department officials, fucking scumbag official pieces of shit, arrogant bureaucrats, scumbags that can't get a job in the real world. But boy, they get into the political system where it's filled with scumbags full of scum. That's in the Wall Street Journal. And we've been covering this month after month, agency after agency. It's one big club and you ain't in it. They know what's going on. They're making the deals and they're betting the bets and becoming rich doing it while the rest of us plantation workers on slave land, they are, go broke. And Wells Street, auto executives wrestle with how fast to move to electric. Chinese lithium falls as demand for EVs weaken. Again, your Trends Journal, this is just out today, is filled with this. Filled with this for week after week after week. Where EVs are going, where, when, and why. And by the way, the fucking battery was invented in 1800. If we didn't spend countless, probably hundreds of trillions of dollars in my lifetime for the defense budget and put that money into research and development. What a life this would be, huh? Yeah. Clean energy, clean food, clean lives and peace on earth. Fuck off. No peace on earth. We're pieces of shit called politicians. Officials at department of yeah, energy caution on stockholders. Yeah. Okay, domestic political trouble. Here we go. We're going to go now into the uh, into the Ukraine war. Domestic political troubles return for Ukraine's Zelensky. Big, big article in the Wall Street Journal. This time last year, Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky dismissed the idea Russia would invade. You ready? His approval rating was falling. His government was pursuing a political rival of treason charges to the dismay of Western allies. Treason charges, his, his ratings are in the toilet, and I think they were around like 28%. 28%. When all else fails, they take you to war. He refused to talk about peace. And they go on to say here, then on February 24th, Russia invaded and Mr. Zelensky rallied the nation 
remaining in Kyiv as the enemy bore down on the capital. A former comic, he became a global face of Ukraine, sometimes <laughs> improvised, but thus far, successful resistance, securing weapons. Yep. A comic. Yep. And it talks about all the corruption in Ukraine that they never talk about, that we wrote about in depth in the Trends Journal over the years. That goes back to 2014, when the United States launched a coup against Viktor Yanukovych, a democratically elected president of Ukraine. The European Union had called him Ukraine the most corrupt country in Europe. And Biden goes there to celebrate President's Day and give him $500 million more million of our money. And as they even report over $100 billion of our dough has gone to Ukraine as those people in East Palestine could go to hell. Poison everywhere and, and destruction. Nobody gives a shit. It's disgusting. Putin must not win, says Stoltenberg. The arrogant little fuck. An arrogant little scumbag. He, you can't, you, he won't win? Why don't you go fight him, Stoltenberg? You look like a fucking tough guy, man. This is the clown that plays the, uh, the, the, the head of the um, uh, Chief, Joint Chiefs of State, uh, NATO Chief, uh, NATO Chief. NATO chief. We have no fucking business in NATO. It's bullshit. Here, you ready for three lines of bullshit? Russia will be forced to withdraw its troops from Ukraine soon. Oh, who does this come from? Oh, big story in Yahoo. Oh, Ukraine spy chief. Oh, he'll, of course, we're hearing it from him. It must be true. Well, what else do we have here? Russia will not win the war. Pedro Sanchez from Spain says, oh, Pedro knows. Another fucking arrogant scumbag piece of shit. But let's get the real truth out here. Zelensky says Ukraine will win. He said that today. So it must be true. Place your bets. Place your bets. Biden bolsters NATO alliances on east flank. A meeting in Warsaw. With the anniversary of Moscow's invasion of Ukraine approaching, Mr. Biden met in Warsaw with leaders of NATO's eastern flank, acknowledging that, quote, you know better than anyone what's at stake in this conflict, not just for Ukraine, but for the freedom and democracies throughout Europe and around the world. Total fucking Biden. Bullshit. 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 Shit. Absolute bullshit. Absolute Biden bullshit. This is not a threat to NATO or the world. You are a lying bastard and a traitor to the founding fathers. No foreign entanglements. This isn't a threat to the world, but they're making it that. And you ready for this? This is from the toilet paper record. The New York Times. Who wrote this? Michael D. Shear. Oh, this David Sanger. Yeah, he sings war all the time. A real propagandist of lying for, lying for the government. And Anton Dravavuzov. Right? Ready for this? 
They quote Biden. The idea that over 100,000 forces would invade another country since World War II, nothing like that has happened, Mr. Biden said. Things have changed radically. And we have to. We have to make sure we change them back. Once upon a time, Biden, there was a thing called the Vietnam War. And in 1969, over a half a million young Americans that were drafted into service were sent over to Vietnam. Maybe you don't know that Vietnam was like uh, after World War II that ended in 1945. So you're full of shit. You're full of fucking shit. And they don't call them out for this. Oh, Joe Biden? What did he get, like three, four, five fucking draft deferments? Because the arrogant fucking guy that loves war and that he's been sucking off the public tit for 60 years and has been going for every war got draft deferments. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. Ukraine war. Kiev could gain its upper hand in 2020 U.S. think tank. What think tank is this? Oh, ISW, yeah. Institute for Study of War. Go fuck off. Oh, stink tank. So, all pro-war and nothing, nothing, not a peep about peace. Now, as you know, I was at the rally in D.C. on Sunday, and I was one of the speakers. And here I is. A lot more great people you're going to hear from. Next is Gerald Salenti. He is the publisher of the Trends Journal and the founder of Occupy Peace. Gerald Salenti. I don't know if it was Jesus, Muhammad, or Buddha, but one of them said, you better boogie before the lights go out because tomorrow is iffy. Yeah, so there the I boy am. Boy, is it iffy. Yeah. So now, there was hardly any mainstream media coverage of this. But someone did cover it. Rachel Maddow from MSNBC. Now, MSNBC just hired, they got Brzezinski on there. Oh, yeah, Father Brzezinski, the guy that loved war under Jimmy Carter. Yeah, they created the Mujahideen. Yeah, that warmongering Brzezinski, oh, she's on MSNBC too. And who did, M who did MSNBC just bring on? Oh, uh, Biden's former mouthpiece, uh, Saki. Oh, now she's she's on MSNBC, yeah, this is, this is, this is, uh, oh, that's not disinformation. You're bringing the government clowns in there to do your talking. So listen to what Rachel Maddow said about this rally. Random rally on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. A rally in support of Russia, I guess, with all, given all the Russian flag. Stop. Stop. 
all the Russian flags, a Russian rally. How many flags did they show? Two? Three? How dare you say this is a Russian-inspired rally? Keep going. Ukraine in trying to stand up against the Russian invasion of their country. This was a tiny event. It was small. It was a weird assemblage stop, of America. Stop. That is the beginning of the event. A tiny event. It was small. So she has to keep making it, keep demeaning it. Tiny event isn't enough. Not, you know, it was small. This is before it began. This is like an hour before it began. That's that shot. Keep going. Americans, there were Proud Boys there. There were some of the white supremacist groups you'd recognize from the Unite the Right rally. Stop, in Charlotte. Stop. Again, two flags. You don't mention the American flag over there. Oh, and 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 you ready for this? There were proud boys there. I don't I didn't see any proud boys, but there were some white supremacists, and you would recognize from Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville a few years ago. You would recognize who the fuck are you recognizing? Who would recognize them? One, Charlottesville a few years ago um, also represented prominently the remains of the bizarre Lyndon LaRouche. Prominently? prominently? Oh, that's more a better shot of the crowd. I would estimate that there were about two to 4,000 people at this rally. It could have been bigger, but it was a great beginning. And it was people of all ages, kind, very nice, very easygoing. There was no violence, nothing. So what else we got here? Keep going. There were a lot of people with Russian flags, also the occasional flag of the former Soviet Union. A lot of people, were Russian flags, she mentions it again. So she keeps sending and lying about what was going on there. There were a lot of people with Russian flags. All right, keep going. Also, at least one person who guest hosts for Tucker Carlson on the Fox News Channel was there as a featured speaker. Oh, yeah, but she doesn't mention it's Tulsi Gabbard, a former congresswoman, along with Ron Paul, Dennis Kucinich, Jimmy Dore, Myself, Max Blumenthal, a great cast of people. And look at the, and listen to the arrogance, the arrogance in her voice. Keep going. There were anti-vaccine conspiracy theorists. A lot there were no anti-vaccine, quote, conspiracy theorists. There were people talking about the vaccine's ineffectiveness what they sold at 96% efficacy rate, not a conspiracy theory. You are conspiracy theorists by the people that MSNBC hires, former 
government propagandists. Go on. There were cryptocurrency promoters. It was a really weird group. It was a small rally and a weird one. Don't you call me weird. And it wasn't small. It is the beginning. And there were people, regardless of what you believed in, they were there for peace. Go on. Um, but that's what it looks like. That's the assemblage of short straws and split ends and loose change Stop. and loose electrons. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Short straws, split ends, and loose change. Fuck you. You don't call me that. You don't call me that, Miss Fatsha Brute. You're selling war and hate. How dare you? How dare you? I am a warrior for peace. That you call me weird and all these other people with your arrogant, arrogant attitude, go F yourself. Because guess what? No one else would want to. You are nothing more than a war propagandist. Loose change, split ends, short straws. Advocating in this country that Russia is in the right in this war and America should be on Putin's side. No one said this. It is none of our business. I read from George Washington, his farewell address. You are a disgrace, but guess what, Rachel? You symbolize what American media is, a bunch of prostitutes, media whores who get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whoremasters. Okay. Now, let me tell you a Rachel Maddow story. Once upon a time, when Tucker Carlson used to be on MSNBC, I used to be on his show. And one night, I think it was in Secaucus, New Jersey, the car picks me up. I was living in Rhinebeck at the time. It was a later night show. It was a small green room. I'm sitting outside, hardly anybody there. And I'm hearing this woman going on and on and on. And if she leaves and hot sucker, you know, says goodbye to her and says, hey, Gerald, good to see you. Great. Yeah. I said, who was she? I said, that woman was insufferable. He said, ah, her name is Rachel Maddow. And they're grooming her. Yeah. I'm going back to like 2000, I'm guessing like 2006, 2007, 2008, around there. Maybe a little even earlier. That's the American media. We're giving you everything we can. Everything. And if you don't unite for peace and if you don't do something, that little clown, that arrogant, arrogant, calling me weird, calling me weird, why don't you go look in the mirror, Miss Facha Brute? How dare you? How dare you call Ron Paul and all these other people? I donated to this. I didn't even ask him to pay my way down. 
We went there to bring peace on earth, goodwill to all. And you and your arrogant little attitude keep selling war and hate. Guess what, Rachel? Pack up your shit. Take your partner with you. Go to Ukraine. Send your money and go lead the charge or shut your fucking mouth. As well as every other scumbag politician and media whore who supports this war. You want to support the war? Go over there. Go over there and send your money and don't you steal mine. And for all you people listening, if you want to stop this and reverse this trend, subscribe to the Trends Journal so we can reach more people. And support Occupy Peace. OccupyPeace.com We're doing everything we can. What are you doing? Because the little Rachel Maddow clown is the perfect, the perfect image of what Washington, D.C. represents today. And as I said, George Washington would be turning in his grave if he knew how his name is being defamed by calling that crime syndicate that's running and ruining our lives, Washington, D.C. Thanks for tuning in. Get the Trends Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and it can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. But a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you were absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop, and if it drops below 30, 35, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.